Hey everyone, it's episode 15 of the FitzS podcast. So we've we've got Martin on today. So Martin is obviously a Dex client and we've spoken about him on the podcast, well pretty much every podcast. So we thought we'll get him on here to talk about his own journey and uh, things for the future as well. So hi Martin. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously we're going to begin with uh, Dex talking about your numbers uh, from the powerlifting comp last year. So obviously Martin won our powerlifting comp last year in 2019 um, for the men and he hit big numbers 200 squat 260 deadlift uh, and a 140 bench probably had a little bit more in all of them uh, but he was the last lifter on each occasion so we kind of had to like wrap it up and uh, it was his first time doing something like that the powerlifting comp was really good for martin i think like he led up into it uh, he trained really really hard but when he first came uh, i don't think his goal was to do anything like this uh, but let's hear from the man himself. How did you start training? When did you start? And what did it look like? First started training when I was about 13 at the local boxing club. Probably stopped about 21. What sort yeah. of training were you doing? More cardio running. Yeah. Like traditional skipping, circuit sort like of Road running. And, yeah, yeah, I used to go circuit training. Uh, no weights. We never used to do weights at all. Really? No. That's crazy. It's considering like, how big that's it is. That's a boxing now. way of training, isn't it, really? Though? Like a lot of just... Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of running. Run for cardio. It was always the concept that you didn't, you wanted you to get lighter. Yeah, so yeah. You never wanted to put muscle on. Yeah, so which is obviously different now. So obviously now it's different. Everyone wants nearly thirty years yeah. ago. Yeah. So times have changed a lot. Obviously, you you still go to boxing gyms every now and then. Like, do you think the training's changed in boxing gyms? Um, not massively. I, I know. Say. I was yeah. I was expecting the same sort of thing. I do think it's still cardio based i still think obviously it's not very sport specific i still think there's not much kind of science-based training um, and whenever you see speak to a lot of snc coaches or really high-end boxers they will tell you the same sort of thing yeah i think the trainers just get the weights low in boxing yeah yeah, yeah. they do it for that yeah. not to actually but they can have that as a boxing. side benefit i think i think they could train in the weight room but also keep the weight down effectively and just manage it a little bit differently yeah like a lot of the time you see the boxes go up through the weights and they'll be they'll be dying at a certain weight won't they like yeah Kelbrook was stuck at his weight for a long time and really struggled we had scott quigg on the podcast uh he talked about like staying at a, uh, i think it was flyweight for too long yeah but, yeah and uh it really affected his career later on um, so yeah, I think it's probably a misconception in boxing, but sometimes they have to do that, don't they? So what does your training look like now? Well, it's usually about five times a week. It is. Lifting heavy weights. <laughs> so, so there's <laughs> normal... Getting yeah, shouted off deck for doing too much. Well, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's normal heavy weights, and then there's what Martin does. Yeah. <laughs> because Martin, let's be serious, is a class above everyone, like, in terms of well, what he can do. 260 deadlifting on his casual Saturday session. Uh, so yeah he's, he definitely lifts a lot of weight my issue usually is that he's overtraining and I never want him to overtrain um, and we need to work a little bit more on mobility and technique but that never seems to be Martin's thinking does it pal? not really no. <laughs> I find um, mobility boring yeah he, <laughs> yeah. he has to go and train for fun yeah yeah, yeah. But, so I've got a question for you yeah. so obviously you said when you first well Dex said when you first came your goal wasn't really to do powerlifting so what was your goal? Uh, it was just to get a lose a bit of weight really and get fit because I'd not trained for probably about 10 years right. since having children yeah yeah and obviously it was getting to the point where Sarah was getting worried about me yeah well work had took over my life so I was eating bad not training at all and obviously got introduced to deck through a mutual friend and 
obviously realised I was quite strong. I think that's quite like a lot of people, yeah. like, they get consumed by work, like Martin has a very successful career in business, like, I think you get consumed by it sometimes, just trying to always do well or better yourself, and especially when you've got three kids and you just had kids, you just want to keep providing for them, make them yeah. a better lifestyle for them, so you obviously you just get a little bit consumed, you kind of forget about yourself, yeah. uh, or your fitness, and actually it wasn't Martin who rang me, Sarah rang me, yeah, she and did. she actually said you were too shy <laughs> to speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is, it, to be fair, when he first came in, he was I think it's shy. a natural thing, You don't want to say you need help, do you? No. No, no. Uh, I, I think that's probably going to be the title of the podcast. You know, men don't want to seek help. No. Something like no. that. They don't, but like ever since you've come in, you've absolutely loved it. You've been a great part of the team. You've got your head down. You've always listened. Uh, even like we realised you were strong pretty quick. So like, I think it took four weeks to get to 120. Then like after eight weeks, we were on like 140, 160. Um, that was his squat was like 140 his deadlift was like 160 and they just kept him going up rapidly didn't it yeah for a long time and like I don't think you believed me at first that I was saying how strong you were well, you? you never believe it because you, when you walk into your standard gyms as a young kid yeah you see people chucking around big weights and you, you can't do it and it just puts you off from going in yeah yeah, yeah I'd agree with that um, so I think I was put off at the standard gyms from when I was younger, because I went to reps a couple of times, and you see yeah. some of the animals in there. And yeah, and, and the massive. I can't do that, so I must be really weak. Yeah, and obviously it took a bit of time, but once you got your technique, you were flying, you were away. It was more of a thing of holding you back, wasn't it? I remember yeah. like telling you, we need to like get that technique there before you carry on doing that weight, because I think it was like doing like a 240 deadlift over here on blocks, and I remember saying to him... Was like, he cat bucket? Yeah, yeah, so... Oh. Not necessarily cat back, it was more mobility, so just oh, kyphosis okay. a little bit forward. And obviously we just needed to start a couple of mobility issues there, because the first thing we want to do when he's lifting those serious weights, his body isn't going to be ready going from like a 120 and then six months later he's lifting double that. Yeah. Like it's going to be really hard on the body first and foremost, so we have to slowly build that base. Uh, and I think luckily he listened, and uh, he's pretty strong now. Very, You've had like one, two minor niggles, haven't you? A couple of shoulder issues, a couple shoulder of lower issues, back yeah. issues, but... In the not, two and a half years you've been here, you've not had a really serious injury. Not major injuries, just a couple of minor ones. Really. A couple of minor ones. And considering the weight you're doing, yeah, that's exactly. good. Like, like what we were doing on the yoke the other day, 320. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously it, like... It was full. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I came up, I was upstairs, I, I looked, I came up and I was like, is my still has he gone? Like, I'm not seeing a bit. Now I just look over, there's no weights left. Like, oh, wait, yep, still there. <laughs> well, we actually had to get some different weights from Martin. We had to get him special comp ones so we could uh, deadlift them because he was running out of space. Well, that's we what to... happened on comp day, weren't it? It was, he ran out of space because yeah. the comp plates hadn't arrived. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. No, no, I remember now because that's Cause... why we, we had to put a chain in the middle of yeah. it, didn't we? But then you, you couldn't hit the full extension on your deadlift, could you? Because no, the, the chain, chain was like falling, falling off. Falling and off. Off. Trying the chain dropped off. Didn't yeah. It? It was a bit of a shambles. But we had to get a new deadlift bar. Uh, <laughs> well, so basically, you're costing debt a lot of money right now. <laughs> 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 it does. more than But no, and obviously he brings his family here, which is fantastic. You bring all three daughters here to the gym. Your wife trains here. Your cousin trains here. Oh, well, what's Katie? Cousin. Sarah's cousin. Sarah's cousin. Uh, obviously, you brought your brother-in-law. I, I think yeah. that's something I wanted to mention, like... Because family orientated. Yeah, because like when I obviously I'm driving here and I'm thinking, oh, what we're going to talk about on this podcast, and like it's fine talking about Martin, like what you do in the gym and like what you lift, but the fact that you bring like Mads and Ella in as well, I'm seeing them do what they do, because like we were talking about it before, like you, for me, like an outsider looking in, you're not one of them dads that's like completely forcing them. 
you see there's a benefit. Yeah, you see there's a benefit, and they love it as well. Yeah, I, n- I never force it. Well, kids that, to do anything yeah. that they will that they don't enjoy. Obviously, you can see with Ella and Madeline. Ella's not so keen. Yeah, she comes because it's fun. But obviously, when Madeline actually loves training. And yeah. she's so focused as well, which is yeah, scary. There's like a difference. Like you can see when they're both trying, say if they have the same weight and they're both trying to press it. If Ella misses it, she's just laughing and giggling. Yeah. If Mads misses it, she's just she's, pure disappointment. Yeah. Not happy. Yeah, no. not happy. <laughs> like our own very own princess. Yeah, well, I, but I think like there's a, there's a thing there where I, I think that's part of like the, what we like we all are and what we all bring to the gym, but also like you're not just, like, someone that just smashes heavy weights. Like, you're also a father. I'm, like, seeing it, like, it actually makes me think, like, I kind of want to be like you when I, like, eventually have kids. I actually, a lot of people actually say that, like, oh, we want to be, like, a lot of I like, the younger lads, they're like, oh, that's the sort of dad I want to be, you know, bring my kids to the gym, I want to be, like, like, everyone always compliments Martin's kids and stuff like that, but we need to get back to the training, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, like, both his kids do come. So how is it, like, juggling family juggling business, training, like most people say, oh yeah, Martin's here twice a day, but that's just not true, you're not here twice a day anymore. No. You, you, are, you have spells where you come twice a day, like before Christmas when we were training really hard, but now you usually come once a day, usually five, maybe six times a week at most. So like, how is it juggling like work, training, obviously you have to eat a lot because you're lifting a lot, so like, talk us through what your diet looks like, what did it look like yesterday for instance? Ooh. So the usual, get up, have a protein shake. What time do you get up? Between five and six. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, breakfast, protein shake, then obviously chicken around 10 o'clock. Yeah. Whatever chicken usually, you usually get your hands yeah, on. Any chicken. <laughs> usually it's a couple of chicken breasts cooked already. What else? Fish. Yeah, fish. Or tuna. Yeah, you eat tinned fish, guys. That's just weird, isn't it? Like, nah, literally just casually I'm, in a tin of tuna. I'm with him on this. No, like, yeah, first time. Tin mackerel. Yeah. They're nice. So. <laughs> and then usually at evening, you eat a really nice meal because you might cook. Yeah. And you're Monday a very to good Friday, cook. I'll eat pretty plain, but it's always often. Yeah. yeah. It's always often. Yeah. <laughs> it's always lots of chicken. So, I just got our WhatsApp combos up, right? <laughs> And let's just show the guys what sort of food you're eating. So obviously we've got a shake there, the mint chop chip, obviously yeah, the, his favourite. Yeah, these guys can't see it. No, he's got. He's texted me forty six grams of protein in my way nice rice pudding. So uh, yeah, obviously he's putting protein powder in your rice pudding. How's that? Double, double, scoops, double scoop. Yeah. Then Fraser, just just yeah. explain this snack. So what's right, in this well, snack? This snack is bigger than most people's full daily diet. Let's see that. We got so we got that two chicken breasts. Yeah, two chicken yeah. breasts. We got a massive cheese pasta. What else? A big pot of tuna and sweet corn mix. Oh no, two of them. <laughs> two <laughs> pots of tuna and sweet corn. Right, as well it. as a protein shake. <laughs> oh my god, that was your snack. Oh, oh. <laughs> was that like lunch and a snack? Yeah. Yeah. So, so then go on and yeah. And then what, what's the next <laughs> picture? Metal. What is that? That's a protein shake and some pickled eggs. Oh, oh we talked about that before, <laughs> okay. Okay. guys. Comment in your social media. Pickled eggs are just a no-go, aren't they? Right. It's definitely the older generation. Right. We have to put that in a poll. Can we put that in the poll? Yeah, we can. 
And then another meal here, we got refrigerators, chicken, fruit, egg mayo, tuna mayo, like just eat so much protein. But he eats really well as well, don't you? I think he's really clean. Do, do you do you track like no. cows or anything, right? But I think we judge it quite well. Like we, you know, when you've come in and you don't eat. Yeah, yeah. And why? What? Why do you eat so much? I'm always hungry. You're good. And but well, why <laughs> what have you found if you don't eat as much? Yeah, you're weaker, aren't you? Yeah, you're weaker. And that's what I was trying to get out of you guys. Like Martin eats for performance. The guy's like running around with a yoke at 300 kilograms. He's deadlifting over 200 kilograms consistently. He's getting up to 200 kilogram squat. Like the guy needs to, to refuel. Yeah, it's like a sports performance car. It needs a lot of fuel. It's got. It's gonna have high MPG. So like in terms of your training, like where do you want it to go in the future? Just carry on what I'm doing and just gradually building up more and more weights yeah. and hopefully get up to. I want to get over a 300. Yeah, deadlift, really. I think this December we could have a 300 deadlift. Yeah, yeah, do we all agree? Yeah. You know what the thing is, Marty just says that so blase, and I'm just like, oh my god, that's amazing. 300 <laughs> is yeah. more than me, you, and Fraser way. Yeah, when it you is. Put it like that. That's a lot. So, like, what sort of <laughs> squat are you looking for? Obviously, you're at 200 at the moment. I think you just want to get that again, don't you? Yeah, I think I'd be happy with that again. I mean, I think I could have got more. Yeah, but I said to, I remember on the comp he the said I, thing, I could do more, but I actually said to him save himself because I want him to get a big deadlift. Yeah, um, I think bench is probably the weakest. Yeah, definitely. Really. I think so. And every time we try and increase the volume or something like that, we always get a little bit of shoulder pain. And I think that is down to your mobility. So obviously, like we are looking yeah. to do something with that. We've also started to get you to do more Turkish get ups, and we started to get you to do more overhead pressing with the view to you getting stronger at your bench. I think that'll definitely improve how did you find training over lockdown because you definitely trained differently to other people it was a struggle it was a struggle yeah, well just to clarify to everyone out there listening like martin took home 100 and odd key how much did he take home 120 120 key plus the bar and he was squatting benching deadlifting pretty much most days can like you it. explain the story because you told me about this was it when you were squat or benching and you had the kids like Oh, yeah, so basically, obviously, because of no bench, I was benching off the floor. So, but like a four press, in effect. Yeah. So, obviously, I had the bench on two stools. So, when I lifted it up, the kids took it away. They took the stools away. Darcy didn't get it back quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> you had a shock of that. But every picture you sent me of a lockdown, like, you destroyed a different part of the house. Sarah must have been pulling her hair out, because, like, yeah, in the kitchen... Oh really? No, she shouldn't know that the bench is broke. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, yeah. I, really, I was like, oh god. I put the cushion back on so she's not seen it. So she won't listen to this. No. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's a terrible supporter of us. I remember you, like squatting and like you said there's a picture where you were using your ladders as a rack and stuff like that. But you you trained every day though, didn't you? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, and you had a bike as well. You did a lot on the bike. You also sent me videos of like you ran like little family sessions where you were coaching them. Yeah. How did you find that? That's good. It's just to keep obviously the kids entertained. Um, Do you reckon it solidifies your knowledge as well? Because you te- you're almost teaching someone else. I think so. Yeah. Obviously, the kids listen to you, don't they? Yeah. So you want to impart knowledge. Tell them something right. Yeah, yeah. I think mine's quite a good way. Like he listens to a lot of people in terms of training and then he'll form his own opinions but he also like you kind of go out and you're always asking your friends about what they're trading how they're trading you, like you told me about that bodybuilder thing you were listening to the other day or you might have read like you actually do like you're interested in this subject aren't you like, yeah you yeah, definitely look, look into it a bit deeper 
Yeah, obviously I was listening to the bodybuilder about eating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and go on, tell us what you t- said his to me. The theory is, is obviously when you're born, you get, you're fed twice, what is it, every two hours? Every two hours as a baby. So as oh, a bodybuilder yeah, yeah. or a powerlifter, you should be eating yeah. every two when hours. When you're training you really hard. Bigger and stronger, like yeah. a baby. It's an interesting concept, that, actually. Well, I remember like, Martin's wife said to him, like, she wanted you to be a little bit thinner, didn't you? She, yeah. And I was like, I was pulling my hair out of I was not happy because uh, I wanted him to train more and eat more and he wanted to do more cardio and eat less. I like I just turned around and said to him, no one ever wanted to be smaller and weaker, did they? No. No, and you don't <laughs> want to be smaller and weaker, do you? No, I think obviously when I first started, which was what, two, two or three years ago? Two and a half years ago, yeah. Yeah, so it was all about getting sorry fitter and yeah. leaner. Yeah, and, and how much weight did you lose at the start? I thought it was quite a lot. Quite a lot, yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, it was a lot. So Martin, Martin had weight? like the uh, the biggest ever numbers on the scales that we've ever had. The highest weight, the hardest, highest visceral fat. Everything was the highest, wasn't it? The highest bone mass, like I think 4.2 kilogram in bone mass. The big chap, like, that's, yeah. that's bigger than yeah. mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's massive. Just so people put out, how tall he's? 6'1? 6'1, yeah. 6'1. And like, he lost a lot of weight. Like we're talking over 20 key. I think he ended up losing 30 key, but he's put a lot of it on on muscle mass. So I think his muscle mass used to be 70 odd when he first started, and now it's in the 90s. Uh, well, we haven't weighed for a long time because he's not a big fan of it. Yeah, his, his muscle mass is more than any of us weigh. Just to put that into like context, guys. Uh, I, I'm six foot. Yeah. So I'm not like a small human like Deck. I'm a normal, <laughs> I'm a normal sized person. Fraser just accepts I weigh more than him. You weigh more than me as well, so don't even say this. That's the smallest. Yeah, I know. But I lift the most. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you don't. Do. Not in this room, you don't. No, not in my inside. Thank God for Martin. You know what it's like? It's like bring your big brother to the fight. Come on, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in terms of training, what sort of tips would you give people when they first start? Ooh, when you first start. Yeah. Probably just to keep motivated, really. How do you don't get put off. So, you know, like Gan, do something. You know, like Gan said earlier that we mentioned you in every podcast, and usually it is around motivation, mindset, discipline, and dedication. And going like just going through those, like you're dedicated because you stick to your diet when you want to, mm-hmm. you train when you say, like, deck I'm in today, you're in today. Like, I don't think you've ever missed a day when you said you're coming in, have you? No, no, like you're really dedicated, you've never missed a PT session ever. No. no, and you always do what your program says, unlike Fraser. Oh, right, that was it. The problem is, do we need to talk about it? His program is that good. I'm getting too strong for my numbers, so I have to go. So over. basically, can, Fraser can didn't stick to his program, so I'm he got kicked off. I feel like we need like a separate podcast for that conversation nice. like an intervention <laughs> <laughs> no but like Martin would constantly try to go off programme wouldn't you yeah Tom would try to encourage you especially to go off programme yeah max out max out and then he'd be knackered and then we wouldn't be able to train properly the next day so Martin learned and he listens and I think that's one of his biggest attributes is he does listen to the coach and I, I my tip for everyone first starting is once you decide what you want to do whether that be powerlifting weightlifting or something like that find a coach who you trust and you've got to have that belief and trust in your coach like if I tell Martin something he usually questions me which is really good but he will stick to it uh, not all the time straight away. Sometimes we have to find the hard way, don't we? Like, do you remember when we did like that really, really high intense program that you wanted to do because you wanted to do more hit training? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you purposely did it really hard. I did. <laughs> so, so Mark, you just, uh, so Mark it off. wanted to do this hit training, didn't you? It was taking over two and a half hours <laughs> to do the program. <laughs> but, <laughs> so then you, he has, you got so evil. Then he has to revert the program back to a, uh, a nicer one, didn't he? <laughs> five by five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that, that, that's it. Five <laughs> by five for 20 minutes. No, for an hour and a half. An hour or something no, like that. No, but that, after that hit, I would have just come back and be like, nah, deck, no. No, I was trying to prove my point that he was doing too much and I didn't want him doing as much hit training because it was knackering his CNS yeah. system and I wanted him to train consistently, be able to recover consistently as well so we could have high-performance sessions. Um, but like, did you ever feel like there was a time where you weren't motivated to train? Probably this year after Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I definitely saw that. And what, what demotivated you? Um, I don't know really it was just I think it's that thing of that's why we've got a mountain like, I always think you get to a peak of a mountain whether that be a goal and yeah. there's always a come down after it I think probably because I trained so hard before Christmas and then we did the competition and then and I think that's that a Christmas really... went on holiday come back and then thought I don't know if I can be bothered with this anymore I, mean, I want to change you wanted to change training. the style of training and, uh, yeah. and you did you did, did a little bit of bodybuilding stuff you did a little bit of cardio you went running yeah, they come really. I remember. Well, that. How did you find that? Everyone's looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> so Marty just looked at me like a scared boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's actually a quick runner, like Martin, for a big lad, can thirty you can do the thirty inch box jump quite comfortably. Uh, he did our agility workshop and Nathan was really impressed with him. He's probably a quicker sprinter than anyone in this room. So You've not seen me sprint. I'm he's slow, definitely, slow. He's definitely I'm rapid. My, my um, would pop but he's also up. he's also got like good plyometric skills and stuff like that. So for a big lad you move quite well, don't you? Mm. So when he's when someone says he's running, like, I wasn't that concerned. A lot of people would be concerned when like you're hundred and thirty K. Is is that because you'd been boxing before where yeah. you'd been used to almost running? We used to run Four or five times a week. You know? Right. I also think he's naturally that a lot of it's yeah, natural, yeah. Well. and a lot of his mindsets. Like, what is like? Obviously, you're more motivated to train now because you're back in every day. Like, what got you reignited to, and re-motivated to train? <laughs> to come back again, it's just to. I think it just started up again. I think it's just life, isn't it? I think yeah. once you get the first couple of sessions in the books, it's sort of just like oh, back to normal. Yeah. yeah. Did back, you enjoy back, training in a different way? No. No. Did you? But you stayed disciplined because you stuck to it. I think it. I needed to try something different. Yeah, yeah. and everyone does needs to do that. To see, to see if it would work or I think that's a to really see if good. I enjoyed it. And I think that's really good for anyone. Like One, he had a big break after he reached a goal. Yeah. yeah. And two, I think just trying something different. I recommend to everyone. It's like this morning, someone said to me, oh, CrossFit's rubbish. My friends asked me to go. I don't really want to go. I said to him, go. It'll be a great experience for you. It's not the style of training we do, even though we have take elements of it. But I said, go and give it a try. Like, I would recommend try lots of different tra- training, lots of different sports. Just see, go out there and like test yourself. To be fair, th- this happened last year, and I remember mm. because when I when I was on a mini cut last year, you, I said I want to just go back to do one jujitsu session because yeah. I was missing it. I was missing being around all lads. And you went, you said to me, I remember, go and train. Don't get injured or you're done for. And yeah, I was no. like, and then I come back and my like jaw got cracked. One, <laughs> I was like, I can't really lift for like a couple of days. I know, it's but but. You're right in saying that though, because like sometimes you do just need a bit of a break from. Yeah. I think it's weighing it up, isn't it? Like yeah, I don't play football anymore or cricket, mainly because I'm going to get injured. 
like I just don't want to get injured and I don't want to waste that time so for instance if I play like cricket and it's 8 hours for a day in the field like you don't want to deadlift before or after and you, you no, knack at the next day yeah, kind of going, around it. going yeah. back to something you always say to me though you want to be in this game for the next 20-30 years yeah exactly and that's I always say that to him as well like, yeah. I think he wants to be lifting for the next 10-20 years and also like he wants to see his girls lift he wants to train with his girls potentially and his job's quite manual and active so like he needs to be functioning so like when yeah. people say why not pushing minds is 300 kg deadlift straight away like a good coach will think about that long-term view and they'll also think about his health and other things like that like when sarah says like she wants you to look a little bit healthier and fitter like i try to explain to you and i try to explain to sarah like this is a healthy version of mine like this is as healthy as he's gonna get like there's nothing like he can throw faster than anyone he can run faster he can jump higher you know in every way you could track it he's faster better yeah every measurable thing you're better your metabolic rate's better everything metabolism's better you're eating better you're sleeping better like what more could we do you know body fat and image is just you know it's, it's something that the 21st century has developed as what's unhealthy Playing devil's advocate, is it mainly because if, say, with Martin, if mm. he got lighter, say, say like us lot, mm. 90 key, Martin would be dying, wouldn't he? Is, is it that, that he just loses a, no, lot, a lot more out of it? No, Matt, he, at well, the end of the day, he's never been... Yeah, he's never been a small key. lad. He's, he's made to be a bigger lad, so obviously... Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. Ninety-two was probably the worst example, but you yeah. get what I mean. No, no, I mean, like, it's a, good, it's a good question. I think, like, you look at Martin... He, his bone mass is massive, so he's meant yeah, to be yeah, carrying yeah. more. You know, his ligaments and tendons are used to carrying more weight, more muscle, everything about it. Like, how do you feel at a lighter weight? Like, I just don't think you move better. You move much worse. Like, your quality of everything is worse when you're lighter, which is crazy when you think about it, isn't it? Mm. Like, even now, like, I, I think I've readjusted to life, like, as a heavier person. Like, obviously, I used to be yeah. 67, and I was staying around at about 70-odd when Martin first met me, maybe, like, low 70s, and then I crept up to, like, mid-70s, mid early 80s. And now, like, I think I'm going to be happy around 85. Um, and I think you just, as you get older, like, sometimes your body can change, and I think Martin's body has changed, and he's used to being a little bit bigger. It's used to moving that sort of weight. Yeah. And it, it's better for his body. But going back to you playing devil's advocate, Every time I do something with mine, he's like, why are we doing this? Which is fantastic. Yeah. I think it's great yeah. for a client. Like, you always ask questions, don't you? <laughs> he always wants to know why. why. Yeah, but every single time. Like, like We had the conversation on, like, I think, I can't remember which podcast it was, but like when you have clients that do that, I think you also get something out of it as being a coach as 100% well. 100% like, I'm like, oh, maybe I have to go and look this, look this up, like, just check I'm doing it right. Yeah. But like, you might like have to go back and research it or you might have to put a little bit more thought or development into it, which is really good. So I would encourage anyone, if you've got a coach, ask them why they're doing something. If they can't give you an answer, then they need to go and research or you maybe need to find a new coach. Like, they should always have an answer or they're going to go away and like explain it to you or sh- show you some sort of reasoning to why they're doing everything. If they give you a programme... Um, and they can't tell you why they're giving it you. Usually it's just a generic program like that they've just give everyone. Um, and I would say like Martin's is always very specific to him. Like we always put, well, it has to be, he lifts that sort of weight. And he always has weights on it. So like to get that sort of specific weight, we have to do a specific program from him. And also Martin likes to train a little bit longer. And that's where we usually get the volume in because he can train like for two hours. He actually does, you, you have good stamina, don't you? Like you can train for a good couple of hours quite comfortably, at a quite high intensity, quite high volume, quite strong level. Would you agree? I'd agree on that, yeah. I'd try and get in for an hour and a half, two hours. Good. What's your favourite exercise? Um, Definitely. Deadly. Come on! Deadly. It used to be a bench show, didn't it? 
He loves a good bench. I do like benching. Yeah. So what what do you bench with? Because we we haven't talked about numbers on this for people listening. He benches a ropey one forty. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would that be fair to say? I'd say so. Yeah. So, so what's your goal with bench? Because like you've talked about squat and dead, but I mean, I'm intrigued. I think he's got a one six five in him. What even now? Or no, 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 oh, like that's the goal. Before December. That's a big bench. Deal. I find frustrating because it's. It, I find it harder to. Yeah. Get higher numbers in. Because you're used to put tens or twenties on the bar, aren't you? Yeah. With, with, <laughs> He has to go to the peasant weights for his bench, like because he has to look at the fives and the lower. Like he's not used to putting those small no. weights on. Hey, at least that's the simple facts of it. But I think his discipline and his dedication will just get him over. Like it'll get him there because he just keeps relentlessly going at it, don't you? Like you never stop. But have you got any other goals for your fitness? Like where do you want it to go in the next five, ten years? Or is it just consistently bringing those numbers up? And up? I think so. Just yeah, I don't mind what you've talked about entering a couple of. I wanted to do a strongman Amateur comp. competitions. Like, oh, we've looked on one in October and November. Like, I'd love him to go to Seddon's with LJ. Oh. I think they'd do really well. And I think I've also looked at one like where it's a male and female pairs one. Would that be stuff that interests you, bud? Like, yeah, I think so. like, like strongman ones? It adds to the motivation to come. Yeah, it gives yeah. you a goal, then, doesn't it? I think when we announced the competition, I've never seen more focus from Martin ever. No. What what did you lift like your biggest weights to as well, just music wise, just to uh, let everyone know? <laughs> oh my god. No, I know why you're saying yeah. it, so I'll let you tell her and then yeah. I'll I'll explain why. Well what what music are yeah. yeah, music do you lift to and do you do like, what RMs to? John Legend. John Legend, <laughs> there you go. Sometimes <laughs> James Blunt. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what it was, right? And I've even said I've even said this <laughs> to Martin, right? Every time I was lifting at the comp, there was something very aggressive on. Same with me, same with Tom as well. And then you'd lift after me and me and Tom, and then it was just like love songs. And then I was just like, "It's funny that I'm very similar to Martin." You can literally lift to any country. country. I like to listen to silence. Like I think it's something that calms you down rather than yeah. I think yeah, I think if you get too personalities, yeah, I think you can relax. And that's you, yeah, blow blow your lid in effect, yeah. Yeah, I think your like adrenaline gets a little. Maybe bit that's what I'm missing. Maybe I need to adopt Martin's approach. Listen to John Legend and see what I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> but actually, just going back to bench, that brings me up with a funny story yesterday. I'll show you. Someone said to me, like, um, "Do you always get excited about these clients?" And I'm, do you remember that bench video? Mm. <laughs> I was trying to find it yesterday. Oh, with you. Where me like clapping behind him? I think he got like his first one thirty or something like that. And how excited were I, bud? <laughs> and I remember I sent you the video yeah. and you were like do you really get that excited for me benching <laughs> and I was like yeah that's that I genuinely do I absolutely love it when my clients do well uh, I love it when people train well I, I love people training people like mine I always get accused that you're one of my favourites why would you think why do you think you're one of the favourites why yeah um, I don't know really because obviously probably because I lift more. Yeah, you lift it's more. Not it's, just that. it's not just that. It's because you're dedicated. Like you, you listen to everything. You're always asking questions. Like you're always trying to get better. Like that's the shit we love ultimately. And just to finish off, where do you want Mads to go in this? What do you want her to do? Obviously, the dream is you, I want her to be a, a professional lifter, don't you? Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> wow. Proud dad moment. She the Olympics yeah that, that, that's where we've already yeah, we'll, next year. well the thing is we joked about it before doing this podcast with her but she was just like yeah 
But I, I was scared. Like I'm 24. This girl should not be making me scared. Just saying that. But yeah. it's a drive. That's just. It is crazy. crazy. Like, she is very, very good. Uh, and let's hope it continues. And the main thing is that she just carries on enjoying it. And if the moment she stops enjoying doing what we're doing at the moment, the weightlifted, we'll try something else with her. You know, it might be powerlifting, it could be gymnastics, it could be anything. But at the moment, she loves training, no matter what it is. You know, whether that be CrossFit style training, powerlifting, weightlifting, she's loving the technique stuff at the moment. And um, let's hope we can do something. I don't think she'll get bored. I don't think she'll get bored either. No. You know, when she's sat at home watching it and then she comes in here and she never stops and like she's nine on Thursday and, and she's like, What do you want to do on your birthday, Mads? I'll come to the gym. <laughs> Is that what she said? She wants yeah. to come to the gym. I said, Do you want some, do you want some breakfast like, before we trade? And she's like, Yeah, bacon and sausage. I was like, Okay, yeah, so look, we're having bacon, sausage, and egg on Thursday with Mads. Come on, Mads. <laughs> birthday, so yeah. Martin, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Did you enjoy it? Just before we finish, top three tips for someone starting their their own journey. Sorry, but we always do. You love this guy. I do, but... Top three tips. Don't get put off by failure. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, Try and get into a routine. The time yeah. of day. Good, so add like a little what, bit of routine what discipline. What suits you to get to the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't make excuses. Good. I like it. Good, good, good three tips. They're good three. 